The Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Zion Christian Academy, Custom Stone Handlers, Fast Stop Convenience Stores, Lee Company, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Their trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact them today at 931-381-2663 or visit mtbj.net. From preps to pros and everything in between, it's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Live from the Lee Company Studio with the Hall of Famer Mo Patton, here's Chris Yad. Welcome into this Monday edition. Another Monday to get you going. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. We are coming to you live from the Lee Company Studio and glad to be doing so. Hope you all are having a fantastic start to your week. I know it has been a whirlwind for us as we officially began our duties today with Main Street Media. So excited to be a part of a team that is expanding community journalism rather than shutting it down. And a lot of other folks are happy as well. So if you are out there and you are looking for a way to find Main Street Murray, we will be coming to you and bringing it to you very soon. You can go ahead and sign up. Uh, for the free for a year print product. So we'll get that going to you, and we'll have all of that information to you on sm-tnsports.com very soon. You will have that ability. You can use our website to funnel through, as they say. It is nine minutes past the hour of 4 o'clock, and... We have Mo Patton across the way. Mo, what's up? Not much. Not much. Just, um, I mean, you pretty well covered it all. It's been a pretty exciting uh, 72 hours or so. Hasn't it? Hasn't it? JP Plant is on the board on the controls and apparently was helping. (laughs) Well, He's also doing video and everything else. So if you're seeing our video shots, he's the guy. And boy, we couldn't do this without him because I, 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 you know as well as we, I do, we, I'm pretty we, well lost. Well, we've had this discussion. You can you can do you can host too. and do audio. You can host and do video. You can do audio and video. You can't do all three. You cannot do all three. Cannot be done. Yeah. Trust me. But we've tried. But yeah, but with JP doing the audio and the video, and and killing the game, I don't you know what he's host. looking for. But I wish, I wish, I wish I could help you find it, JP. But instead, I have to host. So well, and here it, we are. And it looks <laughs> as as we were discussing off air prior, earlier. It it looks as if he still hasn't found what he's looking what he's for. Looking for. <laughs> uh, there's a, there's a song <laughs> reference in there somewhere. Man, we've got a great show for you guys today and and super excited to get into it because the Atlanta Braves, who are idle today, 
went five and one over their last two series. And the one shouldn't have been a one mm. is what it is. Yeah. I will not yell right now. Oh, uh, no sense in it. That makes sense. Oh, um, okay. For those of you who are watching on Facebook or, uh, <laughs> or YouTube, our audio is not great right now, but it's going to get better. It's going to get better. Uh, we also will talk about Spring Hill football. Spring Hill football is the continued coverage of high school football previews in southern middle Tennessee. So we will get to the Raiders a little bit uh, later in the show. Just win, baby. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> in hour two, we'll talk college football. We'll, of course, talk about some Pro Football Hall of Fame speeches. We may even play the entirety of the six minutes of Peyton Manning's speech just because that guy, when he gets behind the microphone, it's almost as good as when he's behind the center. I mean, dude just... So uh, I, I got I to stop you just a second because I did not watch the induction speeches. Mm-hmm. You said six minutes? That's all they gave him, six minutes. Oh, well, there were a bunch of them, I yeah. guess, if everybody gave one. So, yeah. okay, okay. Well, that explains a lot. And let me tell you, the surprising, the fact that he kept it to six minutes surprised everybody in the room. Well, <laughs> following directions. Listen, this man, and we'll get to it, but he hand-selected the photos and put them in order so that as he was doing his speech, the photo would match what he was talking about. Well, and, Attention to detail. I mean, he is a quarterback. He is, yeah. He's not the sheriff for no reason. Running everything. So, yeah. Thought that was neat. We'll talk about that and some of the cool busts that were unveiled and much more. And we'll get to all of that. So, plenty to talk about today on the show. Glad to get uh, to it. But we told you about Main Street Murray. We told you about Main Street Media, Main Street Preps. We are super excited to have. Uh, with us on the phone in this segment, the our new boss, <laughs> the man, the man who signs the front of the checks, Dave Gold. Dave, thanks for joining us, and we are so excited to have to be on board with you in this uh, this this venture. Well, hey guys, uh, and we are really excited to have you all on this venture with us as well. We're excited to be in Murray County and. And uh, excited to get started really today and really excited as we head toward the next couple of weeks to get in this paper launch. And I, I do have one thing to say. I was listening to your conversation about the Hall of Fame speeches being six minutes long. And, Mo, I think when I watched your Tennessee Sports Writers Hall of Fame speech, it was about six minutes. So I think Peyton's just following your <laughs> Yeah, no. <laughs> I, um, I had to keep it at six minutes just because I – I just didn't feel like I had a whole lot to say that anybody wanted to hear, to be honest, Dave. But I, I appreciate you mentioning that. But no, um, as Chris said, just let me echo. We, we're really looking forward to being involved in this um, this venture here in Murray County, and you know, advancing community journalism in a community that is is really desirous of something along those lines we've seen what you've done in a number of other communities in and around nashville and i'm really excited to be a part of that um you know kind of surprised us with the with the news release last friday (laughs) but um 
we didn't expect to get scooped on our own <laughs> new jobs, but um, but it's worked out well, and I think it's created a lot of excitement over the weekend. Heard a lot of good things, and expect that to continue as we get closer to the launch and to the actual um, print product debut, which is going to be on Wednesday, August twenty fifth. Absolutely, and uh, and you're right, Mom. We you know we have been doing Main Street's been doing this sort of thing for the last eight years across Middle Tennessee. This is our thirteenth newspaper, so we're you know as far north as Montgomery County up in Clarksville, uh, Wilson County to the east, Cheatham County to the west, and now we're going to be in Murray County, and just about everything in between. And you know there is a real desire and hunger out there for lo- local hyper local news and information about a community. And that's what we focus on. We focus on local government and local people and high school sports and who got married and events and all sorts of things like that. So that's really what drives people's lives and what they really enjoy reading about and learning about. And that's what we've done. And we're excited to do the same thing in Murray. And, and we know, you know, from the people that we've talked to uh, over the last you know couple of months, really, uh, we've heard a lot of that. There's a real desire for that sort of news. And, we are excited to be able to bring it to them starting in a couple of weeks. I guarantee you people will read that no matter what any, any journalism experts tell you, <laughs> you know, what's going on in people's communities. And like you said, who's getting married and you know, what streets are getting torn up and not getting put back together or, or whatever else uh, people, people will read stuff that impacts them. And again, looking forward to being able to, provide that on your platforms well absolutely and we're and we're excited about that as well and and you know just speaking to what you all do with sports and it's one of our most popular you know parts of what we do we have 11 full-time people including you guys now in the company who focus on local sports and um that's super exciting because you know there's a real link between uh different communities in middle tennessee probably anywhere and their high schools and so um you know, we, we love to cover it. We love getting names and faces in the paper. But we love covering lots of sports. You know, we love football. Our readers love football. And, and it is the biggest and, and, and most popular sport that we cover. But the reality is we care, too, about volleyball and girls soccer and baseball and softball and track and cross country and everything else. And I know you guys feel the same way. And that's, that's, really, that's really exciting, too. Uh, so there's lots of kids out there playing high school sports. There's lots of stories to be told. We love to tell them. We like to celebrate what they're doing, and we like to share that news with readers, and, and we're going to be excited to do that in Murray County. Dave, when we get started with this thing, it, it like you said, it will be uh, not – it's not your first publication. This isn't your first rodeo, but what what was it that prompted you to to bring hyper-local journalism back to communities? Well, you know, it, it's I, I was in the newspaper business prior to starting this company eight years ago. I worked for uh, Gannett, uh, you know, who owns the Daily Herald and the Tennessee and a lot of newspapers around the country. And, you know, it, it was clear that at least in the daily newspaper world, things weren't necessarily going in the right direction. And, you know, um, sometimes you have to remind yourself when you're in the day-to-day of that, why did I get in this business in the first place? And, you know, for me, I got in this business because I, I love local journalism. I, I love local stories. I love local communities and what they do and the impact it can have. And so as I started thinking about my career and where it was going and 
thought that there were certainly opportunities to do that and provide that in some communities with more hyper-local newspapers. It's just, you know, it, it's such an important thing. You know, we're there for the community. We're there to tell their stories. We're there to report history. We're there to provide scrapbook material. We're there to do all those sorts of things that people love about their community. And also an important part of this too, I, I, I don't want to forget to say this, and it's an important part of mainstream media is you want to have good journalism. You want to have someone there who's keeping an eye on what's going on, who is making sure that um, you know our elected officials are doing what they've been elected to do and, and that they're being good stewards of, of tax dollars and good stewards of the resources that they're given. Uh, it's a real critical part of what we do as well. So all of those things, I just enjoy it, just love it, love being able to be part of the community. And, you know, we, and Murray County is, is just a great place. There's so much history there. And then it's also, you know, also it's growing. And, and, and so much of what's happening in Middle Tennessee is happening in a place like Murray. So we're, we're just super excited about, about being there. Well, we're excited about being part of it as well. Dave Gold, owner of Main Street Media, joining us on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. Dave, thank you so much. We look forward to it, and we will get we will get going here uh, as soon as we get off the air. We'll start, uh, you know, doing work and stuff. <laughs> that sounds good, guys. <laughs> Looking forward to it as well. Thank you both so much. All right. Dave Gould, again, owner of Main Street Media and new boss. It's exciting. Um, Mo, we have something that we do want to touch on, but – I think we can talk a little bit more about it later, but the over the weekend we had a a middle school jamboree. Well, it, <laughs> if you can call two teams Ish. playing a jamboree, yeah, the WKOM WKRM Front Port Sports Kickoff Jamboree uh, Kickoff Classic, excuse me, WKOM WKRM Front Port Sports Kickoff Classic took place Saturday over at Columbia Academy um, with the middle school Bulldogs and Withorn Middle School hooking horns and um, the host team coming away with a 36 nothing victory in that event and um, just wanted to send out kudos to Shout out. the middle school Bulldogs for, for handling their business. We've got, um, we've got a um, – Middle school schedule for this week up on our website, sm-tnsports.com. I think there's like four games, regular season games set for Thursday across Murray County. So um, it's getting started. You know, we got we got um, Tullahoma and Columbia Central in a scrimmage tomorrow over at Columbia Central. I think Mount Pleasant goes to Waverly. We've got the Murray County Jamboree on Friday night over at Lindsay Nelson Stadium. Um Three high school matchups there, CA and Good Pasture, Spring Hill and Dixon County, and Central and Creekwood, I believe, are the matchups. And then a week from Friday, it gets real at the high school level. It's going to be amazing. Can't it's, wait. Yeah. And, you know, I think, you know, with everything that we didn't get last year because of the pandemic and everything, I think everybody has really enjoyed, you know, the seven-on-seven, seven, the scrimmages, I think they're going to enjoy the jamborees, and I think there was just a new appreciation for all of that stuff this preseason after not being able to do that last year. I don't think there's any question. No question at all. People are not just players and coaches, but fans alike 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, the number of people that you've seen at these scrimmages, it's pretty amazing. And there have been several. I mean, just stands packed, especially in uh, at the pit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lincoln <laughs> County and Fayetteville City, first meeting ever in football this past Friday night, and they actually sold tickets, I, which I didn't know you could do that it was, for one thing. but um, The TWSAA requires that it look more like a practice than a game, but they wore game uniforms. <laughs> I mean, they weren't. Oh, I'm sure they did. The, they weren't playing around. So yeah, um, that, that was pretty interesting. Yeah, the 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 defending state champion, Fayetteville City Tigers. Yeah, going to the pit. Interesting. Anyway, yes, it was. All right, we are well past our first break, and that's okay. We will get get out of this segment here shortly. But first, we give you the Monday rundown. The Monday Rundown is brought to you by Zion Christian Academy, providing a Christ-centered college prep education at an affordable cost. Call 931-388-5731 or visit zioneagles.org to schedule an appointment for a tour today. In action from the Little League Southeast Regional Tournament down in Warner Robins, Georgia on Friday, Tennessee, that's Nolansville, Tennessee, fell to the host Georgia team 6-5, bounced back in double elimination play on Sunday with an 11-3 win over West Virginia, and earlier today defeated South Carolina 8-3 to stay alive in that tournament. In Major League Baseball action on Friday night, it was the White Sox 8, the Cubs 6 in 10, Reds blanked the Pirates 10-0, Braves 8, Nationals 4, also in 10 innings was the Brewers, a 2-1 winner over San Francisco. The St. Louis Cardinals got a 4-2 win over Kansas City. And the Diamondbacks dealt Ryan Weathers another loss in an 8-5 victory over the Padres. In Saturday Major League Baseball action, it was the White Sox again defeating the Cubs 4-0. The Reds defeated the Pirates 11-3. It was the Giants 9, the Brewers 6 in 11 innings. St. Louis defeated Kansas City 5-2, and Washington scored three runs in the ninth off Will Smith to defeat the Braves 3-2. Yeah. Yeah. On Sunday, the Reds squeaked by the Pirates 3-2. It was the Giants 5, Milwaukee 4. White Sox in the nightcap on ABC with a 9-3 win over the Cubs, and the Braves did beat the Nationals 5-4 to take that series. In MLS action, Nashville with an unfortunate defeat as they fell in uh, to Miami 2-1 with a header in extra time. Uh, that's their first loss of the season. Football action over the weekend in Canada. The Rough Riders defeated the Lions 33-29. It was the Toronto Argonauts 23, the Calgary Stampeders 20, and the Ottawa Red Blacks defeated the Edmonton Elks 16-12. <laughs> it's hard to say Elks. It's very Elks. weird. Uh, it, in Monday baseball action tonight on national television, the Reds are at Cleveland. That's a 5-10 start on ESPN+. Plus. The White Sox visit the Twins. It's a 7 p.m. first pitch on ESPN. On the Deuce... At 6 p.m., the southeast regional of the Little League World Series. It's Georgia, Florida in that winner's bracket final, I believe. So, I believe that's right. There you have it. That is that your, game is at 6. It is at 6 on the Deuce, yeah. ESPN2. That is your Monday Rundown on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today.
When we come back, we'll talk about those Braves. They're five and one over the last six games, and probably not going to not talk about the one game they lost. So, since we've already started, anyway, we'll get to all of that and more on the other side of the break. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Back after this. Fast Stop Markets is a full-service, family-owned convenience store chain located in 14 locations throughout Middle and West Tennessee. For those in our listing area, you can find them in Columbia, Centerville, Lawrenceburg, Spring Hill, Dixon, and White Bluff. Fast Stop partners with wholesale fuel brands like Shell, Marathon, and Exxon, delivering a consistent customer experience that is fast, friendly, and clean. If it's not already, it will soon become your go-to store to shop in town or on the road. Fast Stop Markets is proud to be keeping you moving in Tennessee. When the Braves play, Chris and Mo are talking about it. Yeah, that's trash can juice. Speak for yourself. For better or worse, on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Back to the Lee Company studio. Yep, they're fans too. Here's Chris and Mo. Welcome back in to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Bottom of the hour, hour number one of this two-hour edition of the show. Glad to have you along with us if you are watching on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, our website, listening on WKOM or 94.5 The Eagle, WZYX. We are happy to have you. If you missed any part of the show or miss any part of today's show, go back and listen. You can either go back to our website and watch it on, on there. You can go back to Facebook. You can watch it there or you can just listen to the podcast. The podcast links are available at sm-tnsports.com. So, there you go. Or wherever you get your podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, you can just search SM-TN Sports. We'll get you. Mo, it's time to talk a little baseball. It's always time to talk a little baseball. It's never a bad time. And it's, it's even less of a bad time when the Atlanta Braves are in second place. Just are, a game out. Are in second place. Are five and one in their last six in... Should be six and zero. Oh. Certainly should be six and zero. Oh. Uh, Will Smith, uh, <sighs> as I've said everywhere, <laughs> everywhere, it's perfectly fine to blow saves. Mm-hmm. It happens in certain situations. It happens. I mean, nobody's perfect. I Nobody. mean, the and the other team is getting paid, and so you know. It happens. It's not like anytime somebody blows a save, it's like, you know, throw him out. But Saturday was different. It was different because he just didn't have it. And 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 here's the thing. He's not had it a couple of times, and he's been able to get out of it. He being Will Smith. Will Smith. Yeah. You know, you can – Working the the Luke Jackson experience is the Luke Jackson experience. I mean, this guy gave up a double in the eighth inning of this of that game. Mm-hmm. He gave up a double, 
walked a guy, had first and third with two outs in the with and with two outs a guy sends a shot and Adam Duvall runs it down to the warning track. I mean, he hit the ball hard. Mm-hmm. It was a warning track shot that got him out of the inning. So it looks great in the box score. Not a big deal. Right. Outside of, you know, adding to your whip, nothing really hurt. But when you give up a two run game winning home run to a guy who was hitting oh ninety eight at the time in thirty five at bats, hasn't been has never played in the big leagues before, has spent the last four years in minor league ball. <laughs> it's that's not the guy that you can give that you can blow a safe to if you are a $40 million closer. And and the thing about it at this point is I don't know who you get more frustrated with. Is it the Will Smith, who is 22 for 25 in save opportunities, but gives up a, a game-winning home run to a guy who's batting under 100? Is it? Will Smith that you're more frustrated with, or is it Brian Snitker that you're more frustrated with for bringing Richard Rodriguez on two innings earlier who was closing games for Pittsburgh before you traded for him? Also has blown three saves on the year. He's 14 of 17 in save opportunities. In Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh. but Has Has no save opportunities in Atlanta, right? But crap. I mean, just just because it's Pittsburgh don't mean nothing if well, you blow and save. Uh, blow and save is a blown save. I mean, but, I, yeah. I get that. My my point is he's not had a save opportunity since he got to Atlanta. And yesterday we decided to go with Chris Martin. Mm-hmm. That's what I don't understand. You said it. When, you texted me and said, "Why would you? Why wouldn't you switch that?" I mean, you you went. You went to Rodriguez with two outs in the seventh. Right. He got the final out of the seventh. He got all three outs in the eighth. He had thrown 23 pitches. You could conceivably have brought him back for the ninth. Probably. And, you know, my biggest fear was that we were going to see Will Smith again. So, we did not get Richard Rodriguez back in the ninth. We did not see Will Smith. So, of I, all I the people, the, split the difference, I guess. Chris Martin. Of all the people, Chris Martin was the last one I thought we'd see. I mean, I I thought either you go back to Richard Rodriguez again for a for a seven out close to the game, or which I guess it would have been a save because it was five two when he came in, right? Mm-hmm. No, at five three. Five, It was 5-3. So, I mean, you could have gotten him a seven-out save or you roll the dice with Will Smith again. And I, I did not expect Chris Martin. <laughs> but that. it worked out. Martin it, gave up a I will tell you this. Martin's line versus how he pitched is the opposite of what Luke Jackson's was Saturday night. He pitched great, mm-hmm. but the line doesn't look good. Because <laughs> the the run he gave up, one he pit he threw strike three the pitch before Zimmerman hit a double. The double Zimmerman hit wasn't a bad. I mean, it was it was a ball. And, I mean, he and, went down and got it. And 
Adam Duvall will tell you that ball should have been caught. I think if Ender Enciarte had been in center field, the ball would have been caught. Ender Enciarte, who will be in Nashville this week, by the way, <laughs> with the I Louisville Bats. Might want to go see him, get his autograph. I'm serious. I, I may, I may see if I can get a get get a a picture with the man. You're bringing up that strike to Zimmerman that that was not called. Brings the focus to Kevin the Smith. the other Smith. Yeah. On the Braves roster who is underachieving. I have never been more excited to see a guy come off the injured list than I am to see Travis Darno rejoin the Braves. And everybody else on Twitter is trying to temper my excitement by telling me, you know, it, it's really going to be so barvish to see them send Steven Voked out. And I, I could see it happening oh. because I think Kevin Smith may be, he may be the Charlie, what was his name? O'Brien? Charlie O'Brien to Greg Maddox as Kevin Smith is to Max Freed. I don't know. I think I'd rather, I think Max Freed would rather have somebody on base when he's at the plate <laughs> than pitch to Kevin Smith. I mean, I, I'm just saying. I can see it happening just because, you know, for the same reason we continue to run Will Smith out there in save situations. I can see Kevin Smith being the guy that stays and Stephen Vogt being the guy that goes when Darno is activated. Just doesn't mean it makes sense. Just pray. Pray it doesn't <laughs> happen. Dear Lord Jesus. Oh, goodness. I mean, we'll, we'll try anything at this point. Uh, Kevin Smith's got to go because you're right. I mean, the, the, that was strike three, but Smith, instead of catching it, as was noted on the broadcast with his thumb under it, he drops to his knees and lets it hit the ground. And, of course, you're not going to get that strike. Yeah. yeah. You're just not. And then the very next pitch, he throws it better yeah. under the strike zone, and Zimmerman goes and gets it. Yeah. So. Well, again. The other team is getting paid too, and and Zimmerman is a guy that is getting paid. Riley Adams is a guy who's taking up space because the Nationals sold. Yeah, that's that's what Riley Adams is, and that's if you've never heard that name before, it's because there's a reason for that. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, that's that's the situation the Braves are in. They're in second place. They should be. What are they, a game and a half behind? They should be at only a half game behind mm-hmm. instead of a game and a half. But but we'll take it because they we'll are take tra- it. they're trending in the right direction right now. They're 57 and 55. Idle tonight. They play Cincinnati tomorrow night. Is that a four-game series or a three? That's a three-game series tomorrow, Wednesday, and Thursday. Um, starts tomorrow at 620. Again, pregame on our sister station, 103.7. WKRM-FM starts at 5.05. Um, the Braves won two of three in this series against the Nats. One eight four on Friday night, lost 3-2 on Saturday, as we have discussed ad nauseum. And one five four yesterday. Um, I do like the batting order. The batting order, I, I tweeted something yesterday before the game. This is getting a little monotonous. Which is a positive. It, it really is, yeah. I mean... Folks are starting to settle into some roles, and and with the 
addition of some outfielders, the lineup has gotten deeper. Here's the problem. It's going to get shaken up again when TDA comes back. It'll get shaken up, but <laughs> but that's okay. I, I mean, I don't think it'll get shaken up in a draw out of a hat kind of shake up. I think he slips in there maybe in the six hole. And yeah, he'll probably start in and seven. Then six and seven slide to seven and eight. And, and you go on. I think he'll be in the six spot. But six, seven. Immediately? I do. I don't know, man. Who you got? Who you got in five? Dansby? Yeah. For now. And then Duvall at seven? See, I almost think Duvall would be six for now. And Darno is seven? Just to get him acclimated. Okay. That's fair. But either way, then you, you're hitting Jock eighth? Jeez. It's like having a second leadoff. Yep. And and like I said, that lineup gets really long. <laughs> really long. At that point. So And um, this is without Ronald Acuna Jr. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah. I mean again, um This is good. I, I would this still, is good. I would still like to have seen a bullpen arm added at the trade deadline, but you can't argue with Anthopolis going out and get well. He did. I'll, I'll take that back. He did he go get Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Uh, you you can't argue with the Solaire trade and no, and, no you and, can't. And with getting Duvall back, I I think George Plaster must have really been in his ear on that one. I think he was. But um, you know, it's it's worked out well to this point. To this point, it has no doubt. Give us a day in Braves history as you have some local flavor. August 9, 2011, Dan Ugla's infield base hit in the fifth inning against his former team extends his hitting streak to 30 games. A former Columbia Central standout who was supposed to have been a 2020 Columbia Central Athletics Hall of Fame inductee, but the actual induction did not take place. I think that's coming Wonder up. Wonder why. Yeah. The former Columbia Central standout went one for six as the Braves defeated the Florida Marlins 4-3 and 11. With that performance, Ugla is now one game short of the Atlanta franchise record of 31 set by Rico Cardi in 1970. So stay tuned. Dan Ugla, 30 straight and counting. Dan Ugla. Nashville Sounds idle tonight. Took a 4-2 win on Sunday over Toledo and ended the homestand 8-5. and five. Yeah, they had that doubleheader against Toledo on Wednesday after they had a rain out up there back in May. So that's where you kind of got the odd number. But you get Louisville. <laughs> yeah. Louisville comes to town. No, no, no. They go two. Oh, they go. Oh, that's like, I'm not going to Louisville then. I thought you said he was going to be in Nashville. I did say that. I misspoke. Man. My bad. You got me all excited for nothing. It's only three hours. It's not that far. And guess what's on the way? Bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> nice park, too. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, Sitting I, right there on the river. I don't think I can go to Louisville. I think I misplaced a, a, a toll booth ticket one time and. I think they might arrest me if I go up there. <laughs> Not sure I'm allowed. <laughs> Hate when that happens. Oh yeah. At, uh, at any rate, that's a five thirty start tomorrow. If you're going, pay your tolls. Yeah, at Louisville Slugger Field. So, um, start of a six game series up there tomorrow. 
That's going to do it for segment number two. We got to talk football, high school football coming your way on the other side of the break. That's always fun. So stick around on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Back to the Lee Company Studio right after this. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company. Call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. talk you'll only find here it's southern middle tennessee sports today live from the lee company studio with the hall of famer mo Patton. here's chris yow welcome back into southern middle tennessee sports today presented by mid-tennessee bone and joint chris yow mo Patton, jp plant happy to have you all along with us on this beautiful monday kind of rained on me as i was turning off of I-65, and I got like four or five raindrops, and then I drove and nothing. So I turned my headlights on, and that was when it stopped. I thought, okay, well. You sure it wasn't somebody in front of you cleaning off their windshield? Seemed to be pretty pretty heavy raindrops, but it very well could have been. I mean, it was nothing. I was like, well, all righty then, whatever you say. So uh, it's a nice Monday out there. It's not not too hot which is unusual this time of year. So I'll take it. I bet the high school football players out on the practice field will also take it. The high school football players will take it. The high school football coaches would probably prefer that it be about five, seven degrees warmer because that's you know what, what going to be on Friday. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'll tell you, and I've, I've told you this story. I may have said it on these airwaves about the head coach at, East Lawrence High School, every day he would say, Coach, how hot is it in Tahlequah, Oklahoma? And every day it'd be hotter than wherever they were. (laughs) So he'd just tell them to hush up. Somebody else got it worse. Tahlequah High School is is dealing with it. You guys hush. So there you go. Why Tahlequah, Oklahoma? I I think he just likes saying Tahlequah. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Fine. That's fair. It, it is kind of fun to it's say. It's fun to say. So there you go. Uh, as we get ready to talk high school football, I, I want to mention that you know, when we talked about the Pickett County uh, 
situation last week, I had mentioned that maybe some of those teams that Zion Christian had to drop could potentially find new dance partners. Against Pickett County's opponents. That did not happen. Uh, the two the two options that I kind of threw out there, Mount Pleasant and Summertown, Sell Creek. Was it Mount Pleasant Summertown or was it Mount Pleasant Richland? Uh, Richland no, it was already had a game. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So Summertown was was potentially had an op- opening with with Sell Creek, which is out there. But uh, anyway, Sell Creek had already picked up a game. I don't know how they had one that quick because I mean I was on the phone immediately after seeing the story. So I don't know how Sell Creek must have had somebody on the back side, you know, ready to go. Right. Uh, probably. What if they're playing the Nighthawks? Is anybody playing the Nighthawks? Uh, we normally, we have a, I've not seen the Nighthawks show up on any of our local schedules. No, that's, so. that's sad. But so Summertown will not be able to pick up that game against Sell Creek. And apparently Whitwell and Mount Pleasant, Mount Pleasant could not agree on uh, who would be home team first. So in what is supposed to be a home and home contract. Yeah. And to be honest with you, probably a good call on Mount Pleasant's part to step away, to be cautious <laughs> there. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm not mad at either one of them. It is what it is. I, I was hoping to get that extra game in, but I'm sure they were too. I just couldn't make it happen. And that's, that's unfortunate. So it is what it is. Let's talk a little about, Spring Hill, because stop us if you've heard this before. There's questions at the quarterback spot. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't really know what to tell you. There's, there's questions. Um, plenty of them. Yeah, they've been working a junior transfer from Ravenwood at the quarterback position, whose name immediately escapes me. Unfortunately, I think it's just because I'm old. Um, which one? Connor, Connor, maybe. Uh, which you said the junior? It's a junior transfer from Ravenwood. Yeah. Oh yeah, Connor Swan. There we go. Thank you. I said Connor. Yeah, I, I was you sorry. Looked at me like I had three eyes. That's why I was. Yeah, yeah. Connor Swan got the um, first string snaps in their scrimmage last Tuesday night against Columbia Academy. Um, we've not talked to Ben Martin since they went to East Hickman for a three-way scrimmage on Friday against, well, against the Eagles and against the Eagles. It was East Hickman and Summertown. So, <laughs> oh, there you go. But yeah, we, um, we've not checked in with them since then. Um, don't know if things got any more clear at that position, but they repped three quarterbacks against CA, Connor Swan, um, Scott Carter, and Chance Harmon. Thank you. And, Chance, <laughs> Chance gives them a chance, I think, um, just for the fact that he can do some things with his feet. So, uh, I mean, when you can turn nothing into something by pulling it down and getting upfield, uh, particularly until they can get their offensive line play right a little bit more solidified, I think that's a option that they've really got to take a long, hard look at because, you know, line play was not great Tuesday night. 
and and honestly has been their biggest problem over the last three years. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was one of their biggest positives during the Dante Smith era. But of course, to be fair, your line doesn't have to be nearly as great when you've got a kid who's now getting regular reps at Georgia Tech running behind you. But they did. I mean, they had they had a couple of really good they did. guys. You're right. I mean, and they You're just right. they haven't had that. And you know, so much of that stuff is cyclical. Yep, especially at the big guy position. Yeah, and. It, the unfortunate situation that, that Spring Hill finds itself in is that they've got a lot of kids coming to school there and none of them play football. Yeah, and they are, a, you know, with them moving up to Region 6-5A, they are a small 5A school. And and really, football numbers-wise, they're smaller than that. It's mm-hmm. I mean, they're really playing with 3A numbers, at the five A level, right. and they're struggling to do that, and that's under, that's understandable. Yeah, I mean that you're going to see that happen. So that's tough for Ben Martin, and I know that it's it's a struggle for for that school and and that, that those kids. It's it's really got to be a, a a point of emphasis over the next few years at the middle school level to really haunt, now that they have two middle schools that specifically feed. Spring Hill, because right. typically used to EA Cox, you had half of them coming to Spring Hill and half of them going to Columbia Central. Now you've got two feeding directly into Spring Hill. So in Battle you, Creek and Spring Hill. You've got to really focus in on those kids. Yeah. Um, and as we said, going to Region 65A this time around, not exactly an easy schedule. Um, they open August 20th at Bowling Green, Greenwood. Um Take on, def- well, not defending, um, 2020 Class 5A State Champion Summit on the 27th in Spring Hill. Open region play at Page on Labor Day weekend, followed by consecutive home games against Lewis County, Lincoln County, and Coffee County, the middle of which is a region game. Travel to Nolansville on October 1st, followed by a road trip on October 15th to Franklin County. And then October 22nd, they go to Mount Pleasant. Finish up at home on October 29th in the Backyard Bowl against Columbia Central, quite possibly with a playoff burden on the line. Could very well see it. I, I, I this is this is tough for them. I, I think they've got to they've got to battle with Franklin County and Lincoln County for that fourth spot, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure uh, I'm not sure who's going to come out with it because I think it is going to be a a battle. Here's so. the thing: again, if they get Pretty good line play on offense. I think Caden Martin and Mac Ritchie can get some things done in the run game that could really be helpful in a lot of ways. Mac Ritchie was a huge, huge addition to their offense midway through last year. Mm-hmm. So I think he's the guy to watch. Number 10, check him out. Yep. In the backfield and as a linebacker. He's really good on both sides, so. There you go. That's going to do it for our number one of the show. Typically, we would have Chip Walters coming up on the other side of the break, but we do not today. We have him coming up tomorrow. So, if you're waiting on Chip, 24 hours. Stick with we'll us. We'll have though. him then. Yeah. <laughs> 
If you're not, if if you're just you know hanging out, we got college football coming up. Talk a little pro football. Peyton Manning, NFL pro, pro football Hall of Fame busts, and we'll talk Formula or not Formula One, uh, IndyCar, uh, and talk a little bit with T Willie on the other side of the hour. So stick around on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. We'll be right back right after this. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> 